Hail and well met, friends. Welcome to the GM's Notebook, a show to spark your imagination so you can run amazing games. My name is Jen, your friendly neighborhood GM and purveyor of fine pretzels. Today, we are exploring several many pages of the notebook as we dive into a thieves' guild. The inspiration for this came from a player of mine who chose the criminal background. The plan was to play this as a one-on-one D&D campaign, so the player's character, Luna, would be the star of the show. I decided that Thieves' Guild would provide several helpful things all in one foul swoop. The guild would provide a quest hub, a group of people Luna would already know and would have motivation to help. The danger and stakes of the jobs available would increase as Luna leveled up. The guild also gives us a place to fence stolen trinkets and acquire black market items. I don't need to make up new shopkeepers all the time if she usually returns to the guild for shopping trips, so that makes things easier for me. You also have the opportunity to have jerks. Not everyone in the Thieves' Guild would be best friend material, and the guild structure would allow Luna to interact with unsavory NPCs, folks who can provide some conflict and tension. They just might turn her in if the price is right. It also provides a spot for temptation. If Luna wants to leave her criminal life behind, we have a handful of NPCs that can show up to provide a helping hand in exchange for a future favor or tempt her with one last job. To the notebook! Welcome to the Grotto of the Silent Paws. The secret entrance, located in the basement of an abandoned church, leads down into a small series of connected caves and tunnels that house the members of the guild. Decker, the Sapphire Fox, a.k.a. the Fox, leader of the Silent Paws. He has a pet fox named Swift who has one blue eye and one brown eye. Dusty thinks they should be in charge and they don't like Luna. Carl the Bugbear, hired muscle, frequently employed by the Paws. Doris, an old woman who foregoes fieldwork for her passion for forgery. Melinda, a poison dealer who prefers the title Venom Specialist. Oliver, master of rumors, a skittish fellow but loves to gossip. Odessa, locksmith, and Oliver's sister. Sonora, a black widowish type character who is Luna's direct contact. Roland, who is the guild taskmaster and ill-tempered. Tipsy, a young woman who drinks with the locals and learns lots of information that she feeds to Oliver. She has magic potions to avoid getting drunk, but just tipsy. Potts is an old man with a talent for smuggling things. Duke is a nobleman who feeds the guild information about valuables to steal for a small fee. Kina is a haughty woman and a fencer and she may or may not have stolen items and sold them to the wrong person, and gave up the guild to save her own skin. Meyer is the guild appraiser. They've had a business outside of the guild, but it has been going pretty poorly for a few years, and they've borrowed heavily from the guild coffers without anyone else knowing. Vanessa Crimson, assassination specialist, looking to start her own guild of hired killers. Forgery? Larceny? Ha! What a waste of time. The real money is in murder. I wanted a diverse cast of characters with their own motivations that would serve different roles within the guild. Feel free to mix and match, create your own, or cut the roster down to something that suits the game that you're running. 
The most interesting thing about the Grotto of the Silent Paws is that it explodes at the start of the campaign. Okay, explodes is a bit dramatic, but it's a fire that does a lot of damage and claims lives of several guild members. When I ran it originally, Luna was out about in the world and received a coded message that the grotto was attacked and she should go north and await further instructions. That turned out to be really vague and clumsy on my part. The player wasn't quite sure how far north or where specifically to go, and it was very confusing. If I could run it again, I'd instead describe Luna on her way back to the grotto and discover it ablaze. That would be more interesting and dramatic and inspire some urgent action. Destroying the grotto gives us a natural jumping off point for three possible quests. Figure out who did it and why. Ooh, a mystery. Find a new home for the guild. There are some promising caves in the next town over. Find a job or two and generate some quick cash. Anything not on your person has just gone up in flames. I prepared a little bit for each quest type so that the player could choose which one to pursue. So what happened to the grotto? This is the story that Luna gets. Sonora was returning to the guild hall and found the old church engulfed in flames. She found Meyer pulling Oliver from the wreckage, and Oliver was in shock, unable to speak, and Meyer said something had exploded? What actually happened? Maybe. Vanessa Crimson is trying to join a guild of assassins. She murders the Silent Paul members and sets fire to the grotto to prove her loyalty to the new guild. Meyer helped Vanessa empty the guild vault, thinking to follow her to the new Assassin's Guild. Once she gets the gold for the fenced items, naturally she kills him. Since the church was abandoned, no one realized it was on fire until it basically burned itself out. The local authorities did a brief hasty search, blaming the blaze on a lightning strike. You'll notice in my list of guild members that Meyer and Kina also had some motivation to sell out the rest of the Thieves' Guild. I wrote clues that pointed to Vanessa because I thought her motivation was the most interesting. Also, following her trail of destruction would be a good ticking clock. Can you stop the killer before they kill again? The Grotto Attack Mystery If Luna goes to investigate at the grotto after the fire, she learns that nearly everything in the hideout has been burned. Bodies are charred, but recognizable. They all have neck wounds, and the flesh is warped and burned on the inside, indicating that their throats were cut before the fire was started. One of the only things not burnt is a small scarf under one of the bodies, bearing a complex pattern that resembles a maze. Oliver would be the most likely to recognize the pattern. The black maze is a symbol of a powerful assassin's guild. Anyone looking to join their ranks must prove their loyalty by removing all ties to their prior guild. There's also no sign of the guild's hoard of valuable items. Artwork, large gems, fancy jewelry, all those things would have been removed before the fire. After investigating the grotto, Luna might wander into town and learn that a suspicious murder is reported in the town paper. The victim was an important public official with professional security. They were killed at night inside his locked bedroom with the guards standing watch outside the door. There's no sign of forced entry, The guards heard and saw nothing. The guards who found the victim the next morning noted a faint smell of sulfur. And we know this is from the cloak of dimension door that Vanessa was using. So if we don't want to solve the mystery, instead we want to look for a new location for the guild to set up, Luna hears about a cave entrance right off the docks of a nearby shipping town. The docks are at the foot of the mountain of a monastery that's built on top. The entrance is hard to find, which is good, and being so close to a very active dock would provide lots of new opportunities. 
The cave is larger once you get inside, but there's no light. Naturally, the caves are already inhabited. Large stalactites on the ceiling, one recently dead body that being eaten by rats. Gross. And probably some dark mantles. You know, cave stuff. Investigating in here, she would notice that Torchlight is coming from the next cavern, and two smugglers are arguing in hushed voices. What they're fighting about and what they're smuggling, well, that's up to you. If Luna decides to break ties with the Silent Paws altogether, disappearing right after the grotto is destroyed would be an ideal time. She might want a quick score before she heads on the road. Luna hears about an estate sale being held in town. She decides to pinch a few items to fence. Upon arriving, she discovers the items for sale are actually from the Silent Paws vault. When questioned about the source of the goods being sold, the wealthy merchant running the sale mentions his supplier is another merchant named Bruno Greenleaf. Luna would know that Bruno is an alias Meyer used to fence goods from the Silent Paws vault. When Luna investigates Greenleaf's store, the merchandise inside is actually fake, and they find Meyer's dead body. Another throat slit. I had a really good time coming up with all the NPCs to fill out the guild. They aren't super deep characters yet, but I can add more to round them out as Luna gets to know them. If putting this all together seems like a lot of work, you should know that I tinkered with all these ideas over the course of several weeks. When I had an idea, I'd pull up my OneNote file and add it. I also want to point out that this Thieves Guild was designed to be the very start of a campaign. I wanted to avoid that awkward moment when the GM is describing everything and the players don't know what to do because they don't know what their characters are yet. A dramatic start with the NPCs the characters care about in dire straits is a good motivation to jump into the action. If the player wants to solve a mystery and get revenge, or if they want to leave their criminal life behind them, their adventure seeds to allow that choice. Today we're going to add a new segment that I'm calling the Player's Notebook. I think keeping track of observations, questions, and things I really liked will help me create better adventures and become a better GM. About two months ago, I hopped into a weekly campaign as a player. I haven't had much of a chance to be a player before, so I'm embracing the opportunity to be on the other side of the screen. Alright, first things first, everyone's question, here's the answer. Level 3, Elf Ranger Beastmaster. My animal companion is a green poisonous snake named Leaf. I am a big note-taker. I've always been a note-taker, but even more so for D&D. I enjoy keeping track of NPC names and quest objectives, locations, how much rain is required to fill eight water skins. You know, the basic stuff. Other players in our group are not very fond of taking notes, so I feel good that I'm filling a need for the group. I may or may not have purchased a special notebook with dividers for the express purpose of taking organized notes. This show is audio only, so there is no evidence. One thing I loved about our session zero was creating an NPC as a group. Tying characters together is always a challenge, so our DM explained that we all know the same NPC and that character would be the adventure hook. We took turns inventing details about the NPC, age, occupation, bonds, and flaws. Next, we each described how our characters knew this person. It was very fun. I plan to play my character as an experienced, reserved professional. Think Trinity in the Matrix. Capable, good team player, not overly talkative. But I find myself getting excited about what our characters are doing and trying to pull back that excitement to RP as a reserve professional is difficult. My character's turning out to be less Trinity and more Leslie Nope. Editor's note, 
Leslie Nope is one of my favorite characters of all time. I'm not sure if I want to stick to my original character concept or let her evolve. So, uh, I guess we'll see. That will do it for today's show. Thank you for joining me. If you heard some meowing or food crunching sounds in the background, that is my sound engineer, Gromit. It is nearly bedtime and I need to record this show for tomorrow, so I cannot wait for him to stop being ridiculous so that I can record this and I apologize. I hope you heard something other than weird cat sounds to make your next game amazing. The best way to support the show is to check out my work over on the DMs Guild. You can search for Swamp Poetry or click the link in the show notes. I have an adventure in the works, and when it's published, you'll be like the third person to know. Speaking of knowing things, if you want to know when new episodes go live, you should follow the GM's Notebook on Instagram and now Blue Sky. Yay! If you end up using the silent pause in your game, let me know. If you have thoughts or questions, send your emails to thegmsnotebook at gmail.com. And until next time, I bid you a fond farewell. <laughs>